You're listening to the Epic Event Podcast with B. Carroll Events founder and CEO, Bree Carroll. A show that breaks down how strategic experiences with purpose, impact, and community help you hit your business goals. Now, here she is, Bree. Hello and welcome to the Epic Event Podcast. This is your host, Bree Carroll, here with an epic Q&A day. I'm really enjoying these questions. Thank you, thank you to everyone who has been submitting. I'm excited to get to yours really, really soon. And if you're like, hold up, I didn't know I could submit a question for the podcast. Yes, check the link in the show notes, guys. There is a quick form for you to fill out. You can submit your question and um, we can shout you out right here on the Epic Event Podcast, answer your question, give you some encouragement, tips. You can ask us anything. Predominantly here on the podcast, we talk about experiences with purpose, impact, and community. And today I am excited to dive into a question that covers just that. Today's question comes from Denise Taylor. And the way she asks is more so in a statement. She said, I love the inside scoop on the things we forget or the finishing touches that make an event signature. Now, Denise, you know, I love this question. You are asking for the tea. You want to know the inside scoop. And that's exactly what I'm going to give you. So I'm going to give you a scoop and a touch is what I'm going to say. It's a scoop and a touch. Um, and we'll start it off by just sharing um, the number one thing that I think most people forget about. Um, and that is what I would consider our phase three of how we um, plan events. So for anyone who's been listening to the podcast for a while, or maybe if you haven't, we have a 3P um, planning process that we follow that includes the pre-experience, the present experience, and the post-experience. And the post-experience is typically where we see people um, dropping the ball, to put very frankly, That's what people forget because in that third phase, that's where you have the opportunity to say thank you to people who attended your event. That's your opportunity to share with the people who didn't end up coming, right? Or whether that's on social media or through your email list, finding out, you know, we we really wish you would have been in the room, share why you weren't able to come. You can get some great feedback and information there. Right. And I always like to say, even for uh, phase three, an event only ends when people stop talking about it. So this is a great opportunity for you to continue to share your event. And it keeps that energy of your event still in the atmosphere, still top of mind for people and still looking to connect with you in some way, shape or form. Um, This is also the phase where a lot of people are not looking at their lessons learned. That's another ball that gets dropped. Um, you're not looking at the reviews that maybe you ask the people in the room to fill out and you're not make, noting the changes and the things that you might want to do differently next year, which ultimately hinders your process and your planning from being repeatable. Um, so that is the scoop. Like you wanted some tea, that's the tea. I've done, I've seen some people who, who have said they've hosted events again and again, but they don't have a streamlined document. They don't have processes. Sure, they're able to tell me what vendors they've used in the past, right? Or show some type of photo assets, but it's not a clear 
thought out vision plan and areas for us to come on and really maximize and take advantage of the opportunities that were maybe identified last year. It's like starting from scratch again and again and again. And that is not working efficiently. So that's your tea, girl. Um, Stir it up. Take it. Sip it slow. It might be hot for some of the people who feel attacked. Don't feel attacked. Um, We're saying this lovingly because that phase is one that's really, really critical. But people often forget. They forget to circle back and close the loop on a lot of these items. Um, because oftentimes when you're planning and, and executing these events, top of mind is what happens when you're in the room, but people forget about the after that, that phase three, uh, the, the things that will, will, are like the icing on the cake that, that really solidify and help make your event sustainable year and year and year and year again, because you were thoughtful about, Um, what needed to be done during this phase. Um, So that is just um, what I would say is something that oftentimes I see people forget that I hope, Denise, you do not forget about. So thank you for that. And then to answer your second part of your question um, about what touches or finishing touches makes an event signature. Listen, I'm gonna be honest here because this is kind of a question that I'm gonna respond to generally but hear my heart when I say this what makes an event signature are two things in my opinion it's alignment and authenticity alignment and authenticity and this is some more tea here because oftentimes I see people have quote-unquote signature events that look exactly like somebody else's event that's not signature to me that that looks like a carbon copy of somebody else's experience with different branding. That, that's not signature, right? And I think alignment and authenticity truly sets um, your event apart to make it a signature experience. So alignment, what does that mean? That means if you're if your message, Right. And, and the primary thing that you talk about and share on is, I don't know, finances. Right. Let's say finances is, is what you are known in the space to talk about. Um, let's let's get more specific than finances. Maybe you do nonprofit financial management of some sort. Right. That's what you're known for. You should have speakers content, concepts, uh, sponsors um, that are all aligned with that thing. Because maybe else, maybe you standing in, in your position feel like, oh, well, nonprofit financial management is not sexy. So I want my event to be um, more exciting to, than that. So I'm going to get somebody to come out here and juggle. Like, I'm, that's just that's really an outlandish example but you get what I'm saying like it should be aligned if the if they're juggling right maybe, maybe they are juggling maybe they are juggling but the the items that they're juggling has to do with different components of what a nonprofit organization have to manage and you can teach and talk through the juggling act right you see how we can make it aligned let's make it aligned let's just not have um 
pretty things just to have pretty things? Does it align? Does it make sense? Does it make sense for your for your audience? Like I'm not going to have a sponsor that is not aligned um, at your event if you are talking to predominantly a non the nonprofit sector. They care about different things and they are great partners and tools that you can highlight and have at your event that will keep that alignment, right? Another thing that I mentioned, the second component is um, that authenticity. Like if you are a, a nonprofit financial manager, right? But maybe you're an introvert, right? I would expect like your your brand, again, your brand is more than just your colors, right? But the tone and the messaging and how you greet people or the way you maybe host your mixer is authentic to you. Maybe it's not like, maybe, and this is, I'm generalizing, so all you introverts, don't attack me here. But maybe your mixer has at the welcome at the welcome uh table it has a piece of paper that has um some type of topic and the way that you want people to engage is you want people to talk through that topic which has to do with nonprofit financial management or uh setting an intention for the event that way you can just go deep into a conversation really quickly because most of my introverts say they don't like small talk. So mixers would be a turn off. Like the mixer would be a turn off. They're not trying to just be like find things to talk about, like the sky and the air and the grass and the weather. Right. So that's just an example. Is it authentic to you? Just because somebody else had a party doesn't mean that you have to have a party. If that's not your vibe, if that's not what is true to you. So I would just say, as we think about what, touches need to be incorporated in your event to make it signature they have to be authentic and they have to be aligned and that is how you create a signature event and of course I'm gonna say make it epic right make sure that it is an experience with purpose impact and community but those two things that is gonna set your event apart that is going to make it signature, that people are going to know I can't attend something else, somewhere else like this. It is only through your event. It has to be aligned and it has to be authentic. You you are the secret sauce. And until people are excited about being the secret sauce and being different and being authentic and aligned, then we're going to get a lot more carbon copy events, unfortunately. And I just hope that um, that this insight on um, that one thing that most people forget with that phase three of post event and this thought process of um, making your event a signature event with alignment and authenticity really, really serves each and every one of you out there so that you can create an epic event of your own. So that is it for this epic Q&A episode. I hope that each and every one of you have an epic day. Is anybody tired of piecemealing their business together? I mean, seriously, I was looking for a sustainable system that could grow with me. And listen, y'all, I found the solution. It is FG Funnels. 
Put simply, you need tools plus strategy plus support to get that sustainable growth. And FG offers all of these things. I'm talking CRM, calendar scheduler, website, funnels, membership portal, messaging capability for email, text, phone, and more. Those are all the tools that I need to run my business. The strategy, let's talk about it. They provide done for you beautifully designed templates so you're never starting your website or your funnels from scratch. And each template is backed with proven sales psychology so you know exactly what messaging to put where. Support, oh, they definitely don't leave you hanging. They have how-to tutorials in the FG University and have a team of quick responding members who will answer all of your questions. So feel free to delegate that new idea to maybe a teammate of yours. And guess what? They don't even have to be tech savvy to get it done. If you are thinking about up-leveling your systems for your platform and you want unlimited everything so that it can grow with you, I highly encourage you to check out FG Funnels and make the switch today. Thank you for listening to the Epic Event Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, drop a review or share with a friend. This has been a B. Carol Events Podcast. For more, head to www dot slash podcast